When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Lou Mavs here from the Music is Life podcast with a really important question. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get Music is Life off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Such as, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? And how do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is real simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Since I started my YouTube channel, I've been able to edit the audio on iMovie and then bump it to Anchor and distribute it on the podcast to everybody. And I still use Anchor to record audio-only podcasts. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me, Lou Maz of the Music is Live podcast, and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Ex-Stradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. You're listening to the Music is Life podcast with your host, Lou Mabs, on the Rat Sound Review Network. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Music is Life podcast, available exclusively through Anchor FM and RatSoundReview.com. For all you need to know about the show, check us out over at MusicIsLifePodcast.com. So this is something a little different that I'm doing. This is a secondary episode based on the previous one that I had with Rob Castoria, a.k.a. Big Rob of Marauder and Maniac Rise. What I did was I took a I, I took out a part of the conversation and made it its own episode, which is less than 25 minutes, basically talking about a lot of different things that musicians have to deal with today. Well, I guess anyone from an artistic standpoint, 
such as the possibility of offending someone, doing something that kind of goes against narratives that we're either forced to accept or have no choice to accept for fear of being problematic. Basically, a whole bunch of bullshit that's going on in the world today. And this episode may not be for you if you are of a weak constitution where everything anyone could say might offend you. (laughs) Don't worry, we don't get, like, misogynistic or derogatory towards anybody. We're not like that. You know, we're just two guys who... We love life, we love our friends, we love our family, we don't want to hurt anyone, we don't believe in hurting anybody or causing grief with anyone who might disagree with us. You know, it's all good, live and let live. We believe in our right to live and others' right to live, so we don't hurt anybody. But you do have a group of people out there that kind of cater to that demographic, you know, cancel culture type people. And, hey, look, they're entitled to their opinion, but they really need to stop forcing it on others. So our conversation, myself and Rob, we go into that. We also go into honesty within your artistic outlets and also just making sure before you have an opinion of anything, have all the facts first before you open your mouth. You know, there was a big concert that happened in April at Tompkins Square Park in New York City. It's a big hardcore show. There was Madball. There was Blood Clot. You know, John Joseph from the Chromax, his band, Murphy's Law, Wisdom and Chains, a bunch of bands. And there was a whole bunch of bullshit in the news saying that it was... They called it a white supremacist concert, a white, a white power concert. And it's the stupidest thing because... You have two Latinos in Madball, and Wisdom and Chains, the lead singer's not a white guy. It's like, how do you call it that? This is what I'm saying. People open their mouths without knowing the truth or finding out the information for themselves and just buying into the bullshit that they're fed. So this is just a conversation between me and Rob. And again... This episode might not be for the faint-hearted if you're easily offended or you don't, you know, your narrative disagrees with our opinion. But if you're open-minded, hopefully you'll listen, you'll learn something, and that's all. You know, we're human beings. We're meant to interact. We're meant to have discussion. We're meant to have conversations. We're meant to learn from each other. You know, we don't have to be so close-minded that we have no respect for differences of opinion or people. It's like, come on, grow the fuck up. Anyways, enjoy the episode and, uh, you know, let me know what you think. Hit me up over at lumavs at musicislivepodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Bye. I 
first of all, thank you for pretty much discussing your entire musical journey. To me, with especially the events that have occurred like the last 15 months with the pandemic, we need music again. I was listening to the Hoya podcast, mm -hmm. the Smoking Word podcast the day before. He had Stickman from Furia 5 on the show. They made a good point. They said humans are meant to be social creatures, not socially distant. With everything that's happened with COVID-19, when I heard about what happened at Tompkins Square Park with the concert that pretty much had like every walk of life together for a hardcore show it just goes to show you the importance that music and live shows and interaction the important role that it plays in people's lives yeah if you you look at that everybody's cooped up in a house and everybody's at each other's throats about skin color religion and politics not even counting music i've had people that i thought were friends talk shit to me or just lash out over nothing but then the show at the park i, I didn't attend the show and, I know, didn't either. I, I'm not saying anything negative to grown people. If they want to go to a show, let them go to a show. If they want to stay home, let them stay home. If some people want to be careful thinking that they're going to be safe wearing a mask, let them wear a mask. If other people don't want to wear a mask, that's their prerogative. That's fine. I don't care either way. I'm with you 100%. Fantastic turnout at the show. The turnout would have been great no matter what, but... Because of the pandemic, I think maybe people were more eager to get out and, you know, get into the mix of things, you know, pit and diving and watching live music again. The thing is, all right, the show is a great success. However, there were so many people that is like, how could they say bad things about the show? And then there are people say, how could they say good things about having a show? No matter what you do, there's going to be somebody is going to say something. You're going to get feedback, whether it's positive or negative. There's going to be feedback. People are acting surprised that people complained about the show. And then people are acting surprised that people were all for the show. Whatever political parties you follow, if you were, let's say, uh, say a Trump hat, you know there's going to be people saying, take that fucking thing off. And then you know there's going to be people saying, oh, I like you, go Trump or whatever. So don't expect not to hear something. Expect to hear something, whether it's good or bad, you're going to hear something. There are other people that, oh, see, the day after, nobody got sick, but it doesn't work that way. It takes time to, you know, get in your system and you could also bring it home to family. But whether you get sick or you get, you don't get sick, you went to the show, you enjoyed the show, and I'm sure it was, you know, I'm sure it was a great day. I've been to shows there before, and the turnouts are, are amazing. They do a great job. And it's nice to see the bands playing again. It's just that too many people have to throw negativity at each other. And it's just like, just stop already. People put on a show. It was a great turnout and great response from the crowd. But there's always got to be somebody to hate on something. There's always got to be yeah. somebody to go against whatever you do. So, you know, there's no surprise that there was all this commotion around the show. It's ridiculous. What I really despised about the negativity towards it were a lot of the bullshit that they were trying to spread about it. They practically called it like a white power thing. And I'm just like, first of all, did people forget that Freddy from Madball is half Cuban? What's yeah. white power about that? Boy is Latin. People are stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it sickens me that they're ruining something that was meant to be all about fun, all about the spirit of community. And because it didn't speak to their narrative that they're trying to push, they're trying to ruin it for everybody else and say, oh, they're problematic just because they don't fit their fucking narrative. I hate that. Like I said, I wasn't at the show, but if you look at the crowd and you look at the pictures, like you said, there's all kinds of people there, different colors, different, I'm sure different religions, I'm sure different political views. And they all got together to enjoy a concert. I yeah. mean, what 
not people feel that they should have been at that concert in the first place. Hey, think what you want. You know, I don't take sides with anything. I just know what I feel. And I'm not going to sit here and preach whether I say, well, these guys shouldn't have had masks uh, off and they were all jumping all over each other. Or if I say, oh, well, the show was great. People need to get out or whatever. No matter what my opinion is, there's going to be somebody that's going to disagree. And there's going to be some keyboard commandos that mm-hmm. want to talk about shit they have no clue about. Twitterati Karens, as I call them. <laughs> yeah, I just call them assholes. That's good enough for me, too. Yeah, you know, it, it's ridiculous because, like I said, the people we were friends with, just, I don't know if they were cooped up too long or they just showed the true colors or whatever. You're friends with people a long time, and then all of a sudden they're, because they think you disagree with them on something. It, it shouldn't even be about that. I mean, I'm, it, you know, it's like, I look at it this way. I have friends where I agree with them on certain things. Mm -hmm. I have friends where I disagree with them on most things. But the one thing I do agree on is they should have their right to live the way they want as long as they're not hurting themselves or me or anyone else in the process. And I will never uh, begrudge them their right to live the way that they want. To me, that's the way I think it should be. And, you know, I I make it a point on my podcast and I make it a point with any kind, anything that I do, I say no politics. I'm not here to pander. I'm not here to promote. I'm only here to promote music. I'm here to promote musicians. I'm here to bring up discussion and talk amongst people that I respect, people that I want to know more about, people that I think that others should know more about, you know, people that I think bring value to the art world and that's the only reason why I do what I do. You'll never yeah. see me support a political candidate. You'll never no, look, look at um, look at bad wolves. Um, oh, Tommy Vexed. Tommy Vexed. I know a long time, and I also know Doc Coyle for a long time. And I don't know the story, none of my business, but it seems as though they had different political views. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what Tommy says. I don't care what Doc says. They're still my friends. I'm- yeah, how they treat you should be indicative of if you like them or not. Yeah, that's what I think. And it caused you know, that much friction in the band or whatever they, whatever happened, happened. I don't know. But like I said, if I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to say I agree with Tommy and I'm not going to say I agree with doc. All I'm saying is that the one thing I could agree on, they're both my friends. So I don't care. Like, I'm not going to say, Hey, Tommy, uh, you hear that shit doc said, or Hey doc, you hear that shit Tommy said, not my style, none of my business. I don't care. Yeah. Um, you leave them to handle their own beef by themselves and you stay yeah, out of it. Yeah, I think I that's very respectable. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they feel toward each other. I don't. But the, un- the, the understanding I had from a vague vantage point was that there was a political disagreement between members and caused whatever it caused. But like I said, idiots that I know would immediately, all the ones who supported Tommy's views, would all start talking shit about Doc and vice versa. Those are the ignorant people. Uh. You know, shouldn't be about that. It, it, it's it's sad. It, it really is sad that um, yeah. color, religion, and politics are these never-ending debates where people will constantly talk about stuff that they don't even research half the time. You're right. You know, they just they kind of believe what they what they read or hear on the news and yeah. they don't go into, you know, they don't go into looking down the rabbit hole for themselves, you know. Yeah, and, and it's not and that it's not the point of who you support politically or what color your skin is or who you pray to. It all boils down to what you have inside your head. If you're an idiot, you're an idiot no matter what you what color you are 
are, what where you're from, who you support, and what you do. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's ridiculous, it, and I, and everybody is you know eager to talk shit on a computer and hide behind their phones, and that that's one reason I'm I'm like fed up with going to shows. Not not that I'm not going to go to any shows, but I'm saying you're always wondering now how are people going to get along that haven't seen each other in a year and a half and talked shit about each other all the time, and now they're going to be face to face. We'll see who has the big mouth and who uh you know who acts like oh hey like nothing happened and everything like that you know yeah it's, just, it's gonna be interesting well i learned a long time ago just to cut the negativity out you know if i run into myself if i run into anyone that i've ever had issue with in the past i've let it go i mean i'm at a point in my life right now where my only concern is i come home from work every day make sure i have my quality time with my wife and my daughter get to play with my dog mm-hmm. i get my guitar time and i get to do this and i'm not in a band at the moment that's by choice because i ended up catching covid at my last band practice that i was ever at and that was uh that was traumatizing for me because i ended up passing it on to my wife and daughter my wife ended up getting pneumonia from it almost lost her even with what happened i still believe that i would still like to believe that people will do the right thing for themselves and others at least I, i i would i would like to believe that unfortunately sometimes human behavior dictates the opposite but at the same token though when that happened it just it changed my perspective about a lot and I I respect the fact that a lot of people look at music as their livelihood for me it's a labor of love talking about it is a labor of love being able to promote good music and talented and kind musicians that I believe deserve the spotlight is a labor of love the perspective that it put for me is that I'm happier doing what I'm doing now like just having this conversation with you you know like and if I ever do decide that I want to return to the stage i'll decide when that time is right but for now with everything that happened my focus is just on making sure that my family's okay making sure that i have this platform you know to promote guys like you guys like damiano christian who i had on the show a couple of weeks ago and i'm not in the business of shit talking like i will only talk about stuff that i like on the show so if i don't like it yeah maybe i'll throw a joke in here uh, here and there uh, between then but i'm not in the business of slandering unless it's sammy hagar because i can't fucking stand him but then you know I'm sorry, Van Hagar, not my thing. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, like I, and, and that's the only reason why I have this platform is just to promote, you know, music and musicians and just give them, a, give them an area where they could come and talk about what they're doing and just disrupt the narrative. And when I say disrupt the narrative, I mean, you know, give people a chance to be exposed to things that are, that live outside of the top 40 songs on their local radio stations. Yeah, definitely. Because once people just start doing, especially if you're in lockdown and the pandemic or whatever, you don't have much variety in your life. So people start getting this tunnel vision and they can't see outside the box or anything like that. So that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. You know, some people just, you know, it's, it's weird, you know, somebody for a long time and then they, they change, you know, and then, and it's funny because it used to be, I bet I know who you voted for block, delete, like stop. Like, you know, everything does not boil down to skin color, politics and religion. And it shouldn't, (laughs) you know, it, it divides people so much 
and, and it's ridiculous. You know, there's yeah. there's good and bad in in every walk of life. Yeah, you know, the best the best but, way to to grow from it is just to move forward and just be like, all right, let's just be cool with each other. That's what I yeah, think. People don't want to do that. I don't I don't understand it. It's ridiculous. What people should do is just you know, if you're there for music, be like they did at the show here, Tompkins. What three thousand people went? Something all like that. Yeah. Yeah, all different colors, all different races, all different religions and views and everything. They all got together. No fights, as far as I know. You know what? I enjoyed the show. I would love to have John Joseph on this show because I could just give him the microphone for two hours and he won't stop talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd have so much to say about it. Yeah, you know, well, well, you know what it is? A guy like, let's say, John Joseph, he's in one of the most popular hardcore bands of all time. Chromags, yep. Yeah, so there's always going to be a spotlight on him. Mm-hmm. And then when he speaks, there's always going to be people listening because, first of all, he is very vocal and people are always interested in what he's going to say. You know, whether they agree or not, they want to see what he's going to uh what his views are yeah i'm count me as one of them i mean i was six years old when the age of quarrel came out and i didn't believe it or not i discovered his 90s band both worlds before i even realized he was in the chromags Mm. so when i discovered the chromags it was around the time that i watched a new york hardcore documentary and here he is being interviewed and it doesn't say John Joseph both worlds, it's John Joseph Cromax. Because I respect him as an artist and as an individual, I will take time out of my day to hear what he has to say, you know? And he's not one of these, like, you know, as he likes to call it, Mama Luke's who just, you know, talk out of the back of his ass. He he knows what he's talking about, you know? He's well-spoken, he's well-read, you know? And he's well-traveled. I mean, the man served our country. You know, he grew up... If anyone wants to say that they could have suffered from victimization, it was him because he grew up in the... Uh, and the foster care, uh, you know, system, you know, in the 1970s in Rockaway. And, you know, but instead he turned everything into a positive. And, you know, I respect the hell out of him for that. Yeah, and you know what? There's too many people nowadays running around saying that they were here, they were there, they did this, they did that, and they did nothing. You know what I mean? They just want to be, oh, how do you say, you want to be down, you know? And it's like, you know, you don't have you're going to be well, you're going to be more liked by saying, oh no, I didn't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I didn't go there or I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Rather than coming up with some bullshit story to make yourself look cool in, in front of people, you know, like, like back, back in the day, if we got into fights, we knew who was a fighter and who wasn't a fighter. So if somebody got into a fight and a certain person or certain people walked away or, or ran away you know, not happy about that, but you know, from the beginning, they're not fighters. They're not, they're not going to fight, but you get more mad at them if they go around. Oh yeah, I was in there. I was hitting this guy. I did that. I did this. You know, if you're not a fighter, you're not a fighter, but don't lie about being a fighter, you know, cause that'll get you, that'll get your ass kicked quicker, you know, than running away from a fight. Bullshitting, bullshitting about one. And it's the same thing with, you know, with, with the scene and everything. And people say, oh, this and that, you know, and you got one jerk off in particular. He, he don't come around no more. And I'd rather not say his name proclaims to be, oh, I'm Mr. Hardcore. I've been there. I've done that. I did this. I did that. And it's funny. It's like, I'm oh, sorry. I saying, I think oh. I know who you're talking about, but I'm not going to mention his name either. Oh, okay. And it's funny because then he's like, uh, can, can you introduce me to Life of Agony? I'm like looking at him. Uh, 
uh, okay. And then the minute you introduce them, they're talking about, you remember this day? You remember that show? You remember this? And he's, oh, I was there for the, the riot at Palladium during uh, the Agnostic Front show or wh- whoever was playing. I'm like, yeah, you were there plus 2,000 other people at the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? That and three bucks will get you on the bus. Who cares? Oh, my God. You know? I knew a guy like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, and it, you don't have to make believe you're somebody you're not. Yeah, you know? I I think it's it's better to get brownie points for being honest than to lose credibility for being something for being you're bullshit. not. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's it, nowadays it's ridiculous. It's like you hear shit that people talk and you're like, definitely, you know, and then the thing is with people today, if you call them out and you say, oh, this fucking jerk off didn't do this or this guy didn't do that. They'll project it that you're the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, but I'm just like, okay, what else you got? You know, <laughs> exactly. I I've wrote that many times on like Facebook. I'd be like the offended starter kit. Like, oh, I'm offended. People are stupid. I used to argue with people on social media. I used to go back and forth and write shit. And all it did was get me more aggravated. And all it did was feed into the attention that these people seek. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, my girl tells me, she's like, you know, don't, she's like, damn, not worth it. Don't, don't say nothing to this. That's not worth it. But you know, I'm dying to say something. I'm tempted to say something. And she's right. She's like, don't, it's not, it's not worth your time. And you yeah. know what? I don't do that no more. I don't do it no more. And I feel better like by not doing it. I don't engage these idiots who that's what they live for. They want to see you say something so they can get a witch hunt to go after you. And, um, yeah, you know, just, you know, and, and like the more like everybody talks like about this fucking Rick to life guy, you know, I don't know what I, I thought we were going to mention. <laughs> oh, no, this was a different guy I was talking about. Before. Oh, that's the guy who oh, I thought no. you were talking about. Okay. No, no. To, to provide some context, Rick to life is the former lead singer of 25 to yes. life. I don't know him personally. I don't know what transpired between him and the scene. I hear many different things from many different people, but the thing is everybody says, Oh, I want him to go away and this and that stop engaging him. And once like if there's somebody yelling at you with a crowd and the whole crowd turns their back and ignores that person, that person's going to walk away. You know what I mean? So somebody, like, yeah. you know, like I said, somebody like Rick that everybody says they hate, stop engaging him and he'll go away. He'll go away. And then, you know, either that or go kill him. You know what I'm saying? No. And we don't condone murder on Music is Life no, podcast. No, Thank you. No, <laughs> murder, but the way people act, like, go do what you got to do. Yeah. Or if not, then then just stop. You know, yeah, because I'll, uh, people feed off. Sorry, go ahead. No, people feed off of the attention they get, whether it's negative or positive. They feed off it. Yeah, I I used to give into that too myself. There were two occasions that I can remember. One time, a long time ago, I was um, I saw the band Shadows Fall when they came to the Wetlands with uh, Dismember and Christian, and Cataclysm was supposed to be on that show, but uh, Cataclysm, unfortunately, they were stuck in uh, Canada, so they couldn't make it. Their record label, Century Media, told them that you know we were playing their album at the time of One Blood in heavy rotation. So the th- as a thank you, the guys gave me a Shadows Fall T-shirt, which I was beyond grateful for. That's cool. At the time, fast forward three years after I graduated from college and I left college radio, I still had the shirt i wore it to work because i was uh working the overnight shift at viacom and there was this guy there um you know he was one of those guys who tried to overcompensate for his um i don't know insecurities by talking a lot of you know well bullshit Mm -hmm. and he looks at my shirt and he's like shadows fall i know those guys you know like that's the kind of guy he was where it's like you know if you if you had a limp biscuit shirt he would say he was boys with fred durst or something so i said oh you know joey marky dd tommy and uh cj he's like yeah cj's a singer right i'm like you douche i just named all the remote 
Ramones, and he was none the wiser to it. Yeah, people are idiots, you know. You know, and it, there's there's so many people too that just like uh, there's a certain another certain person used to say, "Oh, I'm uh, I work with this band, I work with that band, I'm this guy's manager, I'm this and that," and it's like sounds like you- John Lovitz from uh, SNL. Yes, I know Meryl yeah. Streep. <laughs> Yeah, wish it was. At least John Lovitz is funny as hell. But, <laughs> Amen to that. You know, but people like there's no they don't realize that the more you bullshit, the more people are going to talk shit about you, you know, and I have a, a group text that we do every day. A few few of my friends and it's like, oh, they'll sense. Oh, you see what this idiot post to see what that guy said or whatever. Like if I mean, we wouldn't have this group text if people weren't fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> it, oh, people are talking about this guy. People are talking about that guy. Yeah, well, if he didn't say this or he didn't say that, then he wouldn't have uh, material to go against him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and in the, at the end of the day, you just want to, you know, you try and joke around, you try and laugh, you make the best of whatever times we're in. Yes. But people can't take jokes. People, everybody's, when, when I was growing up, people bust your balls, you, you tell them to stop, they don't stop, you have a fight. And then we grew the up loser, with, we grew up the, with the best comedic le- le- legends of our time. You know, you had Richard Pryor, you had Paul Mooney, you had Red Fox, you had, you know, so many great comedians. I would hate for them to try and succeed nowadays because they would get lambasted. Yeah, they, and they, oh, you're a comedian. You're not allowed to talk about this. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to talk about this or that. Then what do you, you know, you know, I thought art was freedom. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, it's like, what are we subjected to? Amy Schumer talking about how much she loves drowning in man's booge. Yeah, that's real funny. Yeah, it's hardy fucking (laughs) But, you know, everybody's too uptight nowadays. You know, you you can't, you you can't, um, you can't do anything without somebody getting offended. You know, I'm, listen to this. I'm actually in Facebook jail for another 15 days (laughs) because I didn't even say anything um, that was out of the ordinary. My girl and her friend were commenting to each other on a post about, had something to do with these two dudes from the Avengers that chicks like, I, I, I don't know their names, some actors, right? Okay, which it could be any one of them, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, so they both agreed that he was good looking mm-hmm. and our friend said something like, oh, uh, I wish he'd come jump through my window or something like that. <laughs> So um, my girl agreed on it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's cool or whatever. So I replied to her and I, I, you know, replied and I said, if he jumps through your window, I'll kick his ass, LOL. And I put like like the fist emoji and like that little, looks like a little explosion thing. Yeah. <laughs> I got 30 days for that saying oh, for that I was a and it was hate speech. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. Why has context funny. become a lost art form? It saddens me. I, I don't, I don't know. <sighs> and you know, that, that, that was quite amusing, but if it wasn't for, you know, like I, I like to look at stuff, my friends post, I like to look at music, my friends post or art or just funny pictures. You know, if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for being a little bit entertaining, I would get off social media. And if it wasn't for music to, share you know thank you so much for listening to the music is live podcast music is live podcast is brought to you by anchor.fm and ratsareview.com check out the other shows on ratsare review including beyond bushido old man's metal musings the right opinion stuck my balls a south park podcast the viera vault and the team Toki podcast graphics for the video portion of the show were done by rocky baia For commissions, find him on Twitter at R-O-C-K-Y 
B-A-I-A. Intro and outro music for the show is Lose Control by The Rubble Medium, written by Jacqueline Guitard, Ernest Leug, and myself. If you'd like to donate to the channel, or if you're in a band and you want me to review you, then donate to my PayPal at musicislivepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Wayne Noon and Greg Noggle, with much love and gratitude to Aaron, Anna, and Aloysius. For more information, including where to find me on social media, check out musicislifepodcast.com. And don't forget to check out ratsireview.com. Remember, all art is valid. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, The Timo Tolki podcast, and The Great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.